like there's some extra bass going on in here. Hey, that's, that's normal. Did you that's, pump that up? That's good. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Cross Politic on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. <laughs> I was going. Wait, go. I go for going. it. Go I was going. going. <laughs> We got a we got a couple things that we need to get. To oh, we get do? I was ready to go. He started off. I'm like, let's do it. You're just over there dancing. I, I know. Was just, I hey, was like, all right, we're gonna go. Hey, we for all our audience out there who is in the post college life world. Yes. Please sign up for the post college life conference here in Moscow, Idaho, in August. August. I get the know. dates. Okay. Why? All right. How are you gonna rebuke him for starting? I know. You're supposed to take it, and you don't even know the dates. Well, no, because usually Toby does the uh, the plug there. No, <laughs> no, no, man. You, 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 you we just it. need to get to our guests. Blew it. Yeah. We blew it. Hey, with us on the line right now, we are very grateful to have Maj Touré. He's a he calls himself a solutionary libertarian, mm. and he is running uh, for an at-large seat in Philly, Philadelphia's city council right now. Uh, he's a native of Philadelphia. He also founded the educational nonprofit organization Black Guns Matter. What? Yeah, you heard it right. Black Guns Matter. The what, organization. what about the platinum or silver ones? The gold guns don't get no love? I don't know. You'll have to ask <laughs> him in a second. Talk. We'll talk about it. They that. advocate for the right to keep and bear arms and promote responsible ownership of firearms and safety um, in urban communities in particular. Maj, ah. thank you for being on Cross Politic. Hey, thank you, man. I appreciate you all for having me. Yeah. So, uh, so talk to us. Um, why did you start Black Guns Matter? What's the origin of this? I just we got me and my part, my co my co founder partner uh, just got tired of seeing the dudes catch the same case. Um, not like dudes that rob people or you know murderers, guys that had firearms and uh, bought them lawfully but mm. didn't know to carry laws yeah. in a particular state. So then we wanted to catch the case. And so you go around the country. Before this, I made music, and I would go back to cities that I had you know made music before and you develop relationships with guys. And then you say, yo, where's, you know, such and such, Sean. Oh, he in jail. He caught a gun charge. Damn, who'd he shoot? Oh, he didn't shoot anybody. He just had the gun. Oh. And so it's like, okay, that's, you know, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. So, okay, <laughs> let's just give them the knowledge. And so we did one event. And it was going to be one event. People came from Jersey. People came from all over the place. And they were like, yo, I would like to do something like this in our town. And so what we did was we set up, we said, you know, we're going to do 13 cities like the first 13 original colonies. Yeah. And uh, we, we had a goal of $25,000. We, we, we hit those 13 cities. We, we fundraise as we go. And uh, after those 13 cities, we thought, well, we did it. And then we were like, you know what? Some more people hit us and said, you know, we would like to you come to our town. So we said, let's do every state in America. We raised the goal to $100,000. Um, then we wound up doing that. Then we raised it to $200,000. Then we did that. Huh. And so uh, now we've raised it to $1 million so we can open up a location. Wow. Maybe even two facilities, mm. as well as continuing classes going from you know through two, 2019 all the way through 2020, as well as getting the location. We we're set to open up our first storefront in a few months, and uh, things are going good. People can come get knowledge, get you know, uh, they can fellowship, they can communicate, all of those different things, uh, all for free, and you know, support us by getting merch and things like that. So that's how we started, and that's what we blossomed into now. So, you, so your goal for Black Guns Matter is basically to educate people how to lawfully obtain and own and carry firearms correct as well as the culture around it not only the, the rights that you have but the responsibilities that come along with those rights yeah um as well as a bigger component of our, our, our classes is a uh, conflict resolution and de-escalation yeah, yeah. Uh, i can't just tell you you know teach them about firearms 
if you look at everything as a conflict, everything is not a conflict. Right. Um, and showing people how to neutralize that or walk away from that is a bigger component. I, you know, I usually carry a firearm with me everywhere that I go, but I'm one of the most, you know, conflict, how can I avoid this people that, that I've met? And yeah. when you have those type of people, um, you know, a firearm is like the, the absolute last resort to protect life. That's right. And so, yeah, that's a, that's actually a bigger component of Black Lives Matter, conflict resolution and the de-escalation. Sounds like you'd fit real well in Idaho. <laughs> well, we need them everywhere else too. It's, you know, it's funny, Maja. This is the thing. Like when we were talking earlier, I was like, I wanted to know what you felt about the Philando Castile situation. You know, it seems like he he had his a firearm, he had his concealed carry permit, and then the whole situation that went down. I was expecting the NRA to step in at some point and say, "Hold on, what else did he need to do?" As far as you know, where were they even at in the whole conversation? Right. Right. So where they were at in the conversation was hiding. Uh, um, I'm no longer a member of the NRA. Okay. Um, I was very, I was very supportive of the NRA for a very long time. Um, the NRA lied to me and told me I didn't ask him for this. We had already raised a hundred thousand dollars at the time. The NRA loved, you know, that what we were doing up at the two of their annual meetings. Um, and you know, and this is not enough. This is just facts. Um, they all they said they were going to give us thirty thousand dollars to be the largest donor. And I could, I, for me, I'm like, oh, bet that gets rid of the conversation about. You know, are they racist, so forth and so on. But they never did it, as well as they stole a lot of the concepts that I presented. Mm. Um, on top of that, um, so back to the Philando Castile thing, that's when it started kind of like going a little bit sour for me with them because I, I had relationships with, you know, at the time, very high-ranking people. Yeah. Uh, Wayne LaPierre told me himself he would like to work with Black Lives Matter. It never happened. Mm. But as far as the Philando Castile situation individually, the, N- I, I, the NRA is not responsible uh, for people that aren't their members. So I'm going to say that first. Right. But right. at the same time, they are they are they are responsible for um, speaking about rights and wrongs in regards to the rights and responsibilities of the humans to defend themselves by the Second Amendment. Yeah. Um, you know, and when they stepped out of that, uh, you know, we did a class in uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul, uh, the, the same week of the verdict because we knew tensions were going to be extremely high. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went there. We helped the people. And here's a big, uh, uh, the unfortunate part about Philando's murder. Um, Minnesota is not a duty to notify states. So he had no legal obligation. That's he right. was going above and beyond. Yes, mm-hmm. he did. Okay? He had no legal obligation whatsoever to tell that officer, uh, Yanez, that not, no longer an officer. He should be in jail, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the DA got a little bit overzealous and, 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 and charged him too high, and that's how we got out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, if I could have jumped into Philando Castile's body and just told him, hey, man, you do not have to say anything. You just give him your driver's license. You know, so forth and so on. And they, I think they use another racist policy that goes hand in hand normally with uh, gun control. They use the war on drugs to justify him mm. being dead. Oh, well, he had he had marijuana in the system. Marijuana does not make you a threat to anything other than a bag of Doritos. You know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> you know, they, they tend to do that. They tend to say, oh, well, he, he had he had marijuana in the system and he that made him not a lawful gun owner. Now, I do think that I know federally uh, marijuana schedule one schedule right next to heroin yeah. literally yeah so in essence we know that that's a lie nobody you can see your homie that smoke weed for 10 years and your homie that shoot heroin for six months are going to look totally different so they're not on the same scale the point is yeah. Yeah. uh we tend to use you know like bullcrap reasoning for why we justify you know uh state-sponsored murders of american citizens mm. so when they when they that's that's very cut and dry for me so when they were very quiet um, I understand their organization. They have the rights to do or not do whatever they don't want to do or not do. But that speaks volumes. Actions speak louder than words. And for us at Black Lives Matter, 
we went over there to deal with conflict resolution in a time when that city would be, you know, tremendously uh, treacherous and, and frustrated and angry. We still want to get killed. Um, and so, you know, we went over there to handle that in a much, a very, a much uh, effect, more effective and professional way mm-hmm. than the NRA did. So, no, I'm no longer a member. They need uh, changes in leadership as well as some of their policies. I like Chris Cox. I, I, I texted him after he got suspended. Um, I think he's, I think he's a good dude, but I don't think he's, he's able to flex the way he needs to be able to flex over there. I have a good relationship with Dana Lash. Um, she's a good, she's a sock. She's harder than most dudes. You know what I'm saying? But they have contractual obligations. So I'm not, as an individual, I understand that their hands are tied a little bit. But, um, but as an organization, they have a lot of work to do as far as outreach. And if they want, you know, there's a hundred million gun owners in America that we're aware of. The NRA has positioned themselves to look like they speak for all gun owners and they do not. At, at, at best, they've had five or six million members in a space where there's a hundred million gun owners in America. Mm-hmm. So they have a lot more work to do to be reflective. Um, really, they should hire me as a consultant or hire Black Guns Matter to help them because we, we are more in tune with what America looks like and helping all types of Americans. Their actions indeed have shown that they're very far from their origins as well as when they, uh, when they, they had the coup in, uh, in the 70s. Mm. So uh, that's my position on them in the, in, in the Philando Castillo well, movement yeah, or, and, or, or murder. Excuse me. And I, I, I just sat there and watched the whole situation. I was thinking, I know that he wasn't a member of NRA, but... What a great opportunity to reach a group of people that you currently don't yep. have by standing up and saying yep. that shouldn't have happened like yeah, that. Right. And so I just thought, yep. man, if they don't see this mark, I know the NRA sees marking opportunities. Yeah. And so for them to miss this one tells me that they don't want me. <laughs> they don't want it. As That's well right. As the NRA right now as it's structured by leadership and their board of directors, the NRA is a law enforcement agency. You know what I mean? Huh. They, they're in support of very unconstitutional laws, red yeah. flag laws, huh. yep. you know, which mm-hmm. an older gentleman in Baltimore be murdered because, yep. you know, they're going to get law enforcement officers shot. Yep. Not, no knock raise on somebody's home because somebody said you had guns and you might be a threat. Mm-hmm. No due process. That is not constitutional. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Get the Fourth Amendment, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Wow. And so mm-hmm. they're in essence going to get law enforcement officers shot following an alignment with laws that are not constitutional. They're not in alignment with our Second Amendment, right? When those things change with the NRA leadership and structural changes, I'll become a member again, you know? Um, But right now, no. They've shown, you know, again, I don't trust trust what you say. I trust what you do. (laughs) You know, when law enforcement officers were shot in Dallas, their landing page on their website was, we stand in solidarity with the law enforcement officers. That's because they're catering to a small niche market. Mm. Uh, Four million, five million people may seem like a lot to us, but in the bigger scheme of things, it's not. Yeah. It's dropping the bucket compared. That's not even 5%, yep. you know, of gun owners that we know of. Um, and so, I mean, again, it's their organization. They're welcome to do whatever they want with it. Yeah, yeah. But um, Black Lives Matter, we got the hood. We're going we gonna to make sure we service the hood. So, um, kind of related to this, and you've also made this point over the last year, uh, why, aren't, why don't conservatives do a good job of reaching inner city communities um, you, part of the point you've made is basically inner city communities are conservative in, in practice. Yeah, because they don't, they, one, there's a lot of old biases in all of these parts. I'm a libertarian. There's biases in the libertarian party. Conditioning, man, my grandma used to tell me, you know, you're smart, but the devil is ancient. You got to respect that energy, respect <laughs> the devil. Yeah. Something that's been around for a very, very long time is very powerful. You, you know, there's something to be said for longevity. Evil has been around for a very long time. So all these new tricks that you think you have, evil is very, very crafty and very ancient. So it's along those lines. Um, 
you know, those biases that exist in the Republican Party, tremendously in the Democratic Party. You know, the, the, the Libertarian Party has only been around since 1971-72. But at the same time, there's biases that have existed in America. Um, the new age of politician, statesman and stateswoman, the new age of Second Amendment activists, the new age of hipster, the new age of, you know, Generation Z is, is growing beyond racism, bias, and bigotry. A lot of that old money that's in a lot of these organizations or political parties, uh, they still exist. And the people that want change are, are bound a little bit to the people that have the money that, you know, finance those organizations or those parties. So we, we need some young millennials, some young Generation Z to get real rich that don't suffer from the same levels of bias and racism. So when you have conservatives that they love me because, you know, I, I just, I'm myself everywhere that I am. And I, I still understand the concept. I understand that America is a republic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and practicing the art of democracy. Uh, with that being the case, um, they, they, don't, they don't really know how to, I, I don't care about engaging anybody, but they don't have liaisons, enough liaisons like myself. The people that they pick up, that they think are liaisons, that urban America, uh, and that transcends any racial background, urban America generally don't bang with Brandon Tatum. Now, he's a friend of mine. He's a friend. You know, we disagree on serious, even the Philando Castile thing. We disagree, you know, but Turning Point USA and other organizations think that he speaks for urban America. He doesn't. Nobody in the hood relates to him. They don't. That's it. They don't have the right liaisons, and they're scared to get the right liaisons because in order to get strong thinking, strong independent thinking, urban women and men, you have to check your bias. We are not people that's going to follow a party line. We're going to follow what's logical and what makes political, financial, and spiritual sense. You know what I mean? Jesus wasn't creating more followers, even though he had disciples. Those guys outside of Judas, you know, were leaders in their own right. You feel me? Yeah. And so <laughs> you have to have a different thought process to, to generate with strong-minded people. That's why an NRA or certain organizations, even the Libertarian Party, there's millions of libertarians in, in theory and practice libertarianism. There's only about seventeen to 18,000 registered uh, libertarians in America that pay dues to the party. That speaks to a wide array of areas where you have missed the mark. My party has missed the mark in engaging urban America. Mm. And on top of it, people are scared to go to the hood. They're scared to hang out in Chicago. Yeah. Chicago's North Philly to me. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And so we, 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 we tend to say we're Christian, but we're not putting, you know, we got we to gotta trust in our faith. You're not putting on that breastplate plate, plate of righteousness in those spaces. Or you're not trusting that. Yeah. There's a little bit of fear there. So all of those things is why the conservative movement has not blown out the frame, even though the origins of black people in America in politics were Republican. Yeah, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? Were conservative. Oh, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so kind of given your libertarian background, um, you know, how the urban communities are are basically conservative in practice are is black guns matter pro-life um black guns matter is now this is where i, I get in a sticky thing <laughs> I, now my, my 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 individual perspective is always freedom even things that i completely disagree with and i found this, this would be the best way to say it i can completely disagree with murder right on every level i can completely disagree with it you shouldn't kill anybody what I killed to protect my children, which means there's a bit of a contradiction there. Because mm. if it was you don't care about killing, even when someone's trying to damage your children, you wouldn't kill them. So with that being the case, I see my own internal conflict and contradiction potential, depending on the things that I'm attached to. So when it comes to uh, the concept of abortion, because I understand freedom, I can completely disagree with someone killing the child that's in their body. I can, com I can 
completely disagree with that. But what I will never disagree with is somebody's right to do what they choose, even though I may think it's morally reprehensible. I may think that. I mean, some people say the same about me. They're like, Maj, you know, you do know that you smoke cigars, right? You know, that's throat cancer. We need your voice out there. That is emphysema. That is lung cancer. That is what happens to that. You know what I mean? And they could say, you're destroying the God-given ability to assess things and practically explain them and translate things, seemingly complex things, to the people, and we need your voice. But you're disrespecting that voice every time you take a puff of a cigar. That could be morally reprehensible to a person of faith well, I, in that I, regard that views it that way. I don't think you are when you <laughs> pu- take a puff on that cigar. But, but one of the reasons why we started our show three years ago was because uh, there was this huge disconnect between the lordship of Christ in our church and the lordship of Christ in our culture. So you'd go to right. church on Sunday and get a good gospel message, hopefully. Uh, but then you'd go right. out during the week and there'd be a disconnect between your faith and the preaching of the word and how people were applying right. that to life and culture. And so we believe if Jesus has created heaven and earth, if Jesus died on the cross for our sins, uh, if Jesus is king of kings, lord of lords, then his standard should apply to everybody. So that's why I can say um, yeah, I can, no, I can, no, I can no, defend listen. my family and, and say I'm murder's a, wrong I'm, over I'm here and defend my family over here. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm agreeing with you there. I'm just saying because I understand freedom so thoroughly. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, but it's yo, freedom. I, but it's freedom. Uh, it's freedom God, the right. Even God, it's the freedom. Even God gives us that free will to say, yo, here's the play. You should do this this way. I left a book for you. All in the book. Yeah. Check yeah. it out. You but, know what it, but the book says, even in that, the book says, no, thou shalt not murder. So freedom is not the freedom to kill your own baby. That's actually not freedom. No, no, no. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean freedom in that sense. Like, I mean, freedom like your right to choose, your right to right. do something clearly stupid. So but, but, should, you know but should the law, but should the law reflect God's law? And and you recognize that you know some people might still break the law. I mean, you, you, in that sense, they have freedom to choose to yeah. break the law. But shouldn't that's the law that, yeah, sh- should, shouldn't the law reflect God's law? I think it should, but I think that when we start having moral and spiritual conversations, there's a, there's a difference between a moral conversation and a, and, a, and a legal conversation. Murder. I think as long as those things are separate, and and I and I personally agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. like following nature. Yeah, you know, sure. I agree. Follow nature. God's law is right in alignment with nature. But I think it's a slippery slope where, you know, um, that's where we're talking about someone's freedom. I think somebody not having a firearm to protect themselves is stupid. I think that's dumb. I yeah. think that's dumb. But when I go into my friend's homes that are anti-gun, I get dumb right along with them because I respect their home. I respect that they're afraid of guns and I don't take a firearm into their home. And I, and I right. say, hey, man. You know, if I get killed in your house, I'm going to kill you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, that's, and that's respecting a realm of authority. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. I, I can understand that. And I, other, you also have the decision not to go over to your friend's house and just invite them over to yours. So I understand that. But right. I think, but I think when you right. talk, there's, and so, and there's so two things. The case, I've, I've used something so so passionately, something that people feel feel so strongly about. I go, man, I disagree with you, bro. I don't this. I don't think you should do that. Right. Here's another thing. Okay, I think the conversation about abortion is outdated in regards to the technology that we have. So, for example, so two things. One, here's another question. Why is no one asking the man what his 
say is in this conversation. Amen. We just you believe say, in the man. Amen. We say that constantly yeah, on this show. For real, man. For real. We're you're, with you You're on preaching that. our message right now. Yeah, we're with you. Yeah. So, you know. My, you know what I'm saying? That's one. Uh, no, I And agree. then the other is, okay, how, how about if the mom says, you know what? I don't want this child. And the technology is such where we can say, if the father says, I want the child, right? And you don't have to have any financial obligation or responsibility as a mother. If you don't want to do that, cool. Here's a surrogate. I have a woman that is willing to give us a surrogate. Can we get that embryo and put it in this surrogate? technology exists yeah so there's a way to the, the mother that wants to say i don't i do not want to have a pregnancy or a child there's a way that we can reshift the conversation not about should she kill it or should she not it's a conversation of hey we have a different technological position where we can you can still remove the responsibility that you do not want as well as we can still protect life that's the direction of where technology is going. That's I, the next level. That's why I'm interested in pushing the conversation. Yeah, and I think, you feel me? I think and we can have, I, I have no problem having that conversation in one way or another, but I think though, it's, it's when we talk about freedom and you talk about the freedom of a mother to be able to not have that child and to kill that child, you, you didn't talk about the freedom of the child to be able to live, right? And so it's the same, yeah. it's the same conversation that I think slave masters would have and say, well, this yeah. is my slave. I get to do with this what I want. It's my property. And it's my property. Yeah. And so I don't think, but at the same time, we say, well, what about the freedom of the, the person, the human being that you're treating this type of way? You can't treat them that way. And so to leave the conversation open, now, oh, hold on one second, there, brother. Hold on one second. I just want to say, to leave the conversation open so that the freedom of the mother is the only thing that's observed instead of the freedom of the other human being that's inside of the mother. I think it's to, to say that Correct. you're, you're playing neutral now, in a game okay. that I wouldn't play neutral in. Yeah, for me, individually, I'm 100% in agreement with that. You know what I'm saying? However, and this is where it gets tricky. So there's two things that what you're saying. Now, me, if you're asking me as an individual, yeah, but my organization ain't, it's a bunch of free, free will having. Again, right, right. God says, you, I'm paraphrasing, I wasn't like hanging out with God when he said it. He's still speaking to you, though. He left the book, bro. He left the book. God says, yo, bro, you, you could do whatever you want. That is free will, because you're not a slave. But understand, with every right and every power comes great responsibility and consequence, and consequence yeah. for your actions. So if you're asking me as an individual, I go, yeah, I can, I can write up and down, and I can tell you my reasons and all of that. But I, I would be, I would be very um, close-minded and narrow-minded to not even objectively hear another person's argument. And again, for me as a person that deals in balance, you know, my thing is, okay, is there a way that we can, can we King Solomon in this situation? And I, that might sound a little rough because he was talking about splitting the baby in yeah, half. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Is, is there a way that we can say, okay, can we not murder this child? Because that's what it is. Can we not murder this human, this small, teeny, teeny, teeny human? Can we not murder this human? And, you know, you can still, as the mother, not deal with the responsibilities that you said, you, in essence, that you're trying to avoid. Well, can we do that? Without murder, can, 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 uh, I think that's a good. The thing about this is, actually seems to fly. I mean, so I heard you. We, we were listening to some of your com, comments on, at CPAC about um, the the necessity of taking responsibility. Though. Right. Thank you. Uh, how how does yeah. that how does that line yeah. up though with the libertarian sense of taking responsibility for your actions, facing the consequences of your actions? Um, and and again, I I still think you're you're, you're stuck with um, murder is not merely a moral issue; it's a legal issue. And I think you can't well, you can't no, say no, that no. when they're a certain oh. size, when they're a certain size, it becomes legal. It's they're, if they're human, uh, then taking their life is murder, and that's a legal issue. Yes, it's, it is. 
No, no, no. It's murder. It is. Let, let's be clear. It's death. It's murder. Okay. You know what I'm like, it's murder. It, 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 it's, it's my property, too, because it's my seed. You murdered my child. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what I mean? That's, that's what it is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, but, but what we're talking about, not freedom in the sense of when you murder, um, when you murder a, you know, uh, and, and again, it, it, it's both issues to me. I think it's moral and it's legal. I'm just saying that the, the conversation of abortion creates a space where um, it is one of those layers. Now, you can be very matter of fact. I can say it is murder. Okay. It's murder. But the layer is, well, is it, so, okay, so it's masturbation. I masturbate. Let's say if I'm masturbated, right? There's, those are living Cells. No, the sperm cells. That's not, it's not a baby, though. That's it's not, not a baby, baby, man. That's not a human being. No, no, that's not. No, a no, no. Listen, but listen, what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, it's a living part of me. So layers so is, and context, right? Layers and context matter. And, so, and however long you want to go down the rabbit hole, somebody could. For me, it's murder. That's it. However, yeah. that's I, I would I would be remiss to not uh you know look at the different perspectives that other people have. I can make an assessment for myself. You know, so I have a baby. That's why I got a, that's why I got an army now. Yeah, yeah. I have a baby. Uh, we're not doing that. My, you my, know, if it's left up to me, we're not doing that. My, I you think, feel me? I think the, However, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll feel you. I, yeah. I, here's, here's what I think is, is missing from this conversation. This part of the conversation is to shine light on kind of a broader thing. Man, I love what you're trying to do. Me and you have the same heart. My heart is with my peoples, man. I get it. Like I want my peoples to flourish. And that's why I call myself the Chocolate Knox. I want to do what John Knox did with Scotland for the black church. I want revival, right? So I get it. But right. we can't have that when the majority of, of, of America is saying it's okay for you in a situation, a system that was designed to kill black people, destroy the black family. It's okay for you to have yeah. this option. So it, it's antithetical to our position to say we want to see the black community flourish protect ourselves mm-hmm. and grow as a community a life full glorious community when we are saying it's all right for you to kill the very thing that makes that community beautiful mm. and so that's Absolutely. a huge Mark, inconsistency in our in that position yeah I, I agree with that i think that margaret sanger had you know did her job well <laughs> what she set out to do yeah she was on point you know she was the, she was the evil eugenicist so i'm agreeing with that in theory but again, I never remove the conversation because it is too. So, for example, like, like, okay, I believe that it's like the founding documents of this nation, right? Yeah. You have a human right, not granted by government, to protect life with a firearm, which what is the most effective means to defend life. These are, uh, uh, you know, the, the Bill of Rights is codified yeah. human nature or God's law. Right. That's a great example of codifying yeah. human nature in, for, in the form of God's law, right? Yes. Yes, sir. These are not given by government. These cannot be taken away from government. With that being the case, there are, and that's a that's a construct that was put into a uh, a founding document that again doubles down that these these are your birth human rights you have, but yet and still we have laws that tell me I can't have the means to defend myself in certain cities. So I will be remiss under that same logic. I can understand what that natural law is, and I agree with it. But we're in this space now where We've allowed nature, God's law, to be circumnavigated yep. by man-made law that yep. is not in alignment with our birthright. Absolutely. Uh, you it's preaching. not okay. It's yeah. not okay you to preaching. kill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's the, it's the same concept. And it's like, now, if I say to dudes, young dudes that could potentially go to jail, because they could, and I can say, well, this is a human right, and I would be right. But we have gotten so far away, and I, I hate to sound super religious, 
We've gotten I so don't. far away from God's commandments. We've gotten so far away from natural law. We've gotten so far away from the Constitution. Yeah, yeah. We've gotten so far away from, you know, the, the, the Ten Commandments. We've gotten so far mm-hmm. away from, you know, the 42 uh, laws of my eye. We've gotten so far away from so many human rights, maybe natural law mm-hmm. and spiritual practices that we're in this box now. So I can't tell a young man that's dealing with a current reality that, yo, just buy a gun and carry it and just be safe with it. I could say that, but at the same time, That'd be careless. he gets caught with that firearm yeah. in Chicago. Right. He yeah, does that. not have the right paperwork, even though I disagree with that concept. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. taking yeah. a natural right and watered it down so much. You get what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm in that space because as a leader and as a teacher, I can tell them what my individual choice is and, and try to nudge them that way based on yeah. education and facts. That's good. But some people are not, you know, they just, they're not going to see you it know. that way. And it's unfortunate. I don't know what's going to happen to them when they get to them gates. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can show them a book and say, yo, this is what I'll follow. You so, do what you want, though, bro. I, I want to I ask okay, one more question, then I want to turn the corner. I want to turn two. Okay, so here's the, here's the last question I want to ask on this. If you could ma- uh, magically wave a wand to make all states pro-life, would you do that? Um, Legally? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Le- legally? Yes, where it would be against the law to have an abortion. I'm just, I'm just not, I'm, so here, here's my dilemma with that. If, if we say it magically, I would just change the minds and hearts of people magically. No, no. Will be no need you, only for can change, you only can change the law. Make all the states in America pro-life. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't. I can't say it that okay. way. I'm not a fan of government involvement. So, <laughs> so, so if I could, but you would, I'm just you, not a fan. I'm not a fan. Right. This is the same government that came up with a, a moral and legal reason for slavery. I do not want the government involved in spiritual affairs um, other than, yo, you have the right to worship and pray. Well, well is an abortion murder? Is Mur- it abortion murder? Murder murder's already illegal in the U.S. I mean, m- most most of the states actually had, um, they included the taking of unborn human lives as murder. Idaho state, Idaho, Arizona, most state constitutions yeah, yeah, yeah. listed so, that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that I disagree with, I'm saying the way that you, that magic wand, that if I had it, I would have people see it the way that is in alignment with spiritual law, as opposed to when you say government, you're talking about force. When you talk, when you're talking about government, yeah. it's not love. But that's because the we're talking about life. Threat of force. Yeah, for the right. purpose of right. being a so deaconess. Under, so under, the, under the philosophy of if I had a magic wand, I would change the minds and hearts of people with that magic wand, right. where it's so, not the government. But if they forcing people to go ahead. when you involve government, especially federal government, what government means is if you do not agree right. with this thing and we catch you doing a thing that we told you not to do, we have the threat of. Yes, a that's not a, that's not a completely bad thing, though. Murder. Maj, that's not completely a bad thing. But, but if you if we catch you man stealing and selling human beings, we will put you to death. That's a good thing. That's the good thing no, the government no, no. should so, do. So if the concept if the concept, then that's that's a contradiction. The contradiction if death is wrong then violence is no no wrong, no death isn't wrong no no god's given the government the sword to practice to put to death wickedness and to punish wickedness that's romans 13 that's, that's not, not wrong god god that, absolutely romans 13 yes romans 13 the romans, he, killed jesus. Uh, romans, the romans the same government is who killed jesus yeah they bro. were they they did it wrongly that was the government at the time. but the, the romans 13 that, listen, says the that god gave that time, <laughs> the government at that time were the romans right the romans and killed but Jesus. Paul Paul wrote Paul wrote the book of Romans to the letter to Romans and said the government was a deacon of God to punish wickedness. So that's Paul writing so, and telling the authority from Jesus Christ from God, telling them how the government should operate. Do you, 
So let me ask you this, a question in kind. Sure. Do you think that most of our elected officials in government are actually following God's law? No, that's, no. that's the rebuke. No, that's the rebuke. Right. Yeah, and I so agree what with I'm you. Saying to you is, I don't. I don't trust. So for me, when you ask no, me the question of, we don't trust him either, man. Bro, we we're not we're not <laughs> trusting them. The, the the magic the magic wand is to say if you could if you can say government obey God's law and not murdering human beings would you do that? I would do that in a manner where it would not be through government. It would be changing because through I, all I, no, I, I understand what you're saying. It would be I, it would it would be through humans accepting by and large government mandated or not humans saying we have a calling we want to have a respect for life. And they made that free will choice to do it on their own without government involvement. Would, That's the one that I want to weigh. Would would you? So then, okay. Uh, there's a theolo- okay, so, there's a theological point I just want to make here real quick. In the Bible, the definition of free will means that God frees you from sin. So it's actually free will means freedom from sin. Well, and, and there's and there's also just again there's just a slight inconsistency because I think I'm pretty sure that Maj, you would agree though with the government having anti like murder should be against the law. And murder is against the law. Yeah, and that, but murder is against the law. And I get what you're saying. You're saying, well, if murder is abortion is murder, yeah, which it is, yeah. well, it should be against the law. It, and I understand that. But, yeah. then you have to, but, but here's the problem with that. In our country, so when you involve government, you have to deal with the construct of what our government is founded on. Our, I, government, is, our government is constructed on natural law as well as property rights. Right. So mm-hmm. if a person, I think it's inside of the body of the person, they can use the argument of, this is my in my no different sure. again. I'm not agreeing with it. Yeah. I'm just saying I understand the logic and why it becomes an argument. Sure. Well, it's in my body, and, and no different than because as a guy I could go well. It was my seed. It was in your body, so it's technically still my in you. Right. So I should have some property say over that too. So it mm-hmm. creates a, a layered context of conversation. That's not that's yeah. not me saying just because I recognize what the layers are doesn't mean I agree with the I agree with the outcome of the choices that yeah. a lot of people make. I can point to, again, we, we pull up Margaret Sanger. Yep. She was trying to exterminate the black race. That, right. that was the mm-hmm. goal. Clearly. You know oh, yeah. Yeah. So from a very practical standpoint, I can, I, can, I can give my reasons for why. But then I have to, I can't be, I'm always objective and layered. So I have to say, yo, bro, if I could magically change that, it will be. I think that government-sponsored potential force is weaker than the love that humans in a spiritual state has for its own brother and sisterhood. Well, so need the a government magic wand to me will be people being waken up sure. to a better respect for life. There's, and there's, then there was no need for the mandate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, because I, th- then I think the, it's both the overall and. culture. Right. I, I, think, yeah. I think the issue, though, is both and. Because, I mean, if, if we change the heart, I actually, in a sense, agree that we do need to change hearts and minds. But I think as the hearts and minds change, the, the, laws. the laws of the land should reflect the hearts and minds of the people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then, and then it would you wouldn't even, you'd have guys that weren't, that were abortion clinics will be like, nah, this is wrong. I'm not doing this. Yeah. We call yeah. that, they, like, that's, that's what the gospel then, does. That's, that's, the right, yeah. that's what the gospel does. You but, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. That's what the, no different than people, people, people didn't, we had, during the civil rights era, television was impactful because when Dr. King knew that when so many good people from all different ethnicities saw what was happening to African Americans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would change the hearts and minds and he was right. Mm-hmm. He was right. So, so speaking then the legislation of, changed, the hearts and the minds changed. So speaking of changing you know hearts, saying? yeah, absolutely. And you've been awesome hanging out with us for such a long time. I got one last question for you, I think. Yeah. Uh, we're way over time, but this has been fun. Um, speaking of changing hearts and minds, it seems like one the thing that has done the most damage, perhaps, in terms of 
completely confusing the hearts and minds of people in America has been the American public school system. Um, John, John Dewey, um, the founder, the godfather of the government school system. I mean, he's set out basically to indoctrinate children in statism. Okay. That was his goal. And, you know, so you said mm-hmm. Margaret Sanger, you know, succeeded in, in, you know, in her murderous state sponsored murder by abortion. It seems to me like John Dewey has successfully indoctrinated the hearts and minds of American children, uh, in statism. Um, do you agree that Christians, that, that any freedom loving Americans should pull their kids out of the public schools? Um, I think the public schools are an outdated concept. And I, I think if you don't pull them out, I think that you need to add certain things back in. Um, so, for example, civics, um, worship, you know, the things. And, and again, I have friends from all different quote unquote belief systems. You believe whatever you want to believe. Um, we'll see at the end who was right. Maybe <laughs> the yeah. point, though, is, um, uh, you know, I think if you infuse civics, civic responsibility, civic duty, you know, um, trade. But do you, you trust? Know, how, how do you do trust the public? And how to build things? Do you trust you the know, public schools to do that? In, there's no need to to take them out. But if, if those things aren't in there, yes, I think you could do a better job uh, of raising your children in a very you know spiritually sound, financially responsible, politically active way um, in the household in a nuclear family. That's what I think. Yeah. One, I think of, one that, of the things I like that to would lead more into, huh? One of the things I like to ask my um, Republican and Libertarian friends is. The current, uh, you know, the public school system w- is inherently political, and there's no way around it. Yeah. When when you put yeah. the curriculum in politicians' hands, that's what you're doing, and it's evil. Right. Um. And but but what the result of all this is the funding of public schools basically means that li- uh, conservatives and libertarians are basically funding uh, the discipleship of little liberals and Democrats to rise up and vote against them. Right. Right. So why are we why are we funding the public school system, knowing that basically these kids are going to be a majority of them are going to vote against us um, when they get older? Yeah. Conditioning, fear, habit, and uh, socialization. Yeah. You know, and, and the fear of, oh man, what am I going to do? If everybody's scared to go first, a lot of people scared to go first. That's They're right. scared yeah. to have an unpopular opinion. Yeah. You know, based on you know the, the particular circle that they're in. And yeah. even if their immediate circle is mostly conservative or liberty leaning, you know, then it's then it's the realities of okay, what if it's a single dad? You know, damn, I don't really have that many people to watch my children. You know, and but the irony is, you need some people to go first, That's and right. then maybe it'll be like, look, man, I know, I know we're not together no more, but you know, is it possible that I can stay home with the children and you take care of the house, or ooh, 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 I want to homeschool? Whatever. Then, then it forces people to start having to come back to a familial union yep. mm-hmm. but everybody's scared to go first well this you know is man? i think so a, a step in that direction mm-hmm. is yeah um you know forcing the public schools that you're financing to add certain things back into the curriculum is one way the other thing is if there's a mass exodus of people from those schools and then i get state funding i think and, and we can say clearly why hey we want these things back in there you know then we, we move in that direction we need trades back in the school we need these we need you know places of worship or hours of worship or whatever you believe system is you know i think if we do that there's there's multiple angles to attack that but because we've been removed again so far away from you know spiritual beliefs spiritual practices financial literacy civic responsibility because they've over time through attrition slowly 
taking that out of the game plan, we feel, you know, uh, a lot of us feel fear-based. But, you know, like, for example, um, I, I have tremendous amounts of friends who homeschool. I'm going to homeschool mine in two years. You know, after yeah. I get enough money saved and I'm done the tour, I'm homeschooling from that point. That's it. There's no other, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And on top of while they're there, we have actual conversations with our children every day. What did you learn? Oh, that's not true. I understand why they're telling you that, but here's the actual fact of that. Yeah. Now, you're welcome to share that with your students, your, your peer group, you know, and if the teacher asks why you're saying that, you know, get us on the phone. We're actually involved in our children's lives. You yeah, know, yeah. So I think that's a holistic Amen. approach. That's good. Right back on track. That's good. I, I have too much hope and faith in the human, the humankind, you know, in the human condition uh, to, to think it all is, you know, lost. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely also know I'm a realist. I know we're far, far, far away from where we used to be and where we need to be again. Well, Maj, I'm going to tell you, my hope and faith is in Jesus Christ because I don't trust these humans, brother. I just want to tell you right now. <laughs> Maj, tell, tell us, man, we can talk to you all day, bro. Tell that us what's a good fun. website to check you out at. Yeah, everybody, um, if y'all can hook us up, gofundme.com forward slash black. Doesn't matter. We have these type of conversations, conflict revolution, de-escalation, firearm safety and training, and these bigger theological questions um, there. So if everybody that learned something today Please, please, please. It's not just about guns, you know, um, but it's also about, you know, having a, a spiritual mind, you know, having a, a, a sound resolve. And I think for me, for me, somebody else might disagree. For me, I think that um, fellowship and communicate about all of these things holistically, even in a, a conflict resolution and Second Amendment class, yeah. a human rights class is, is very effective. So, again, uh, GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. I thank I thank y'all so, so, so much for I don't get a chance to really talk like this much. Nah, man. You know, tiptoe around That's good. We do all the time, and you welcome back on anytime, man. We we appreciate that. We're going to talk again. We could have gone for a long time. Yes, Oh, my goodness. That was fun. Next time over whiskey and cigars. All right. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until Sunday. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics.